in your transition out of sport, what is the biggest hurdle and the biggest problems you face? For me, this is an easy answer. This one is identity and finding who I am in the new things and the new endeavors that I take on. Like, who am I outside of basketball? That's been the biggest challenge for me. I feel like if you're listening, you can relate to this. Whenever you're going through a transition in your life where you're leaving a big stage or a big position or something that you valued to feel kind of lost because you're displaced. It's almost like you're starting over. You go from someone telling you where to be, when to be, what to eat, when to eat, when to sleep, where to sleep, who you're around, who you're not around, what your schedule is looking out, what workouts you're doing. You go from all of those to just freedom, I guess, if you will. And it's like, when you're in college, when you're in athletics, you're like, hell yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for the day I can just do this shit on my own. I can't take this. You're going through the weeds of practice, workouts, coach getting on your ass. Y'all running lines for nobody. Y'all running lines for somebody missing class. Like, uh, uh, I can't wait till I break free. I'm an individual. Like, you want to be yourself so much. And then when you're yourself, you're like, uh, damn, this shit look tough. What the hell? Like, how people do this? That has been my biggest transition. It's just finding yourself outside the pack, like finding yourself outside the confines of a team and a structured type of practice. It's just, it's been hard, man, to be honest. And if you're listening, I feel like you can connect with this if you are making a transition from field to field or, or even athletics to career, just connecting with that in-between stage, that new chapter of your life where it's hard to see who you're going to be. It's hard to see progress. Like when I'm playing basketball and I'm working out and I'm lifting, I'm saying, Ooh, oh yeah, the body turning into a Greek God. Like I can see progress. But when you're kind of divorcing the life that you known for so many years, not even in college, it's four years in college, but before that it was in high school, before that it was in middle school, before that it was grade school. Like you've mapped out your whole life to fit this one sport, to fit this one level of success, to fit this one goal in your head. And then boom, it's done. All right, you're done. Now find out the rest of your life. I feel like if you're listening, that is so crazy of a change. Honestly, I read somewhere, right? That an athlete transitioning out of basketball, out of football, out of volleyball, out of soccer, obviously just any sport. They should be taken through a program like the military. You know how military, they transition out of the military. It's hard to live life. It's hard to to find a job. You kind of get that mindset of, oh, I'm in the military, I'm in the Air Force. You already, you're so used to one structured routine. You get up probably 4 a.m. You you do things every single day, like strategically. Literally, they say it's kind of the same for athletes. And for to some degree, I agree. Like it is, I don't think enough people talk about how the change for a lot of people can go either great 
and find success because athletes are so driven and they're so goal oriented that they can go, go, go. That's why you see them as big time CEOs in, in, in just high level positions. Or you see athletes strung out on drugs. They're locked up. Things didn't go their way because of that lack of structure and that lack of purpose. Thankfully, God is, I, I, I'm, I'm just fortunate to have great parents and have a great backing to, to be able to stay on the strict and narrow. And obviously I'm playing basketball again, but, and a job, but I, I think there's something to be said of that time, that in between stage to where you don't know what your next turn is. You don't know what to do next. You feel like you're lost because you don't have it figured out. Your mind bullies probably telling you so many things like you'll never make it. You're not worthy. You ain't, you don't know what you're doing. Like you're stupid. You're ugly. You're fat. That's one thing. Sorry. Not you're fat, but yeah, you're fat. That's a huge thing. Fitness, the fitness level, the fitness piece is crazy. You go from going to workouts every single day, grinding with your team, probably on Fridays. You're, you're On Fridays, we had this huge like team workout where we're, it's the tough day. And then you go out like after we had our sorry, you guys know me. We would have like tough Fridays where we'd have 5 a.m. workouts. We grind and we grind and we end at like seven and then you have class, but you feel so good because the tough workout. Now the weekend you go to the pool, the lady see you shirt up, you know, yeah. Like you outside, you go out, like, you know what time it is. But how do you recreate that when it's just you? Like, do you have that motivation to grind for hours in the gym? Where does the food aspect come in too? Like, like what do you eat? We go from training table. They tell us what to eat, when to eat, like, what not to eat to, all right, here's a Friday where most of the world, we trying to turn up. We trying to go out. We trying to eat whatever. And you end up just doing it. And a lot of, like I see a lot of athletes, they tend to struggle with um, weight issues, which is a huge idea, but it's more so of the structure and the change that they're dealing with. Like, how do you go from somebody planning out your meals to kind of not even having the time to work out like you used to? And then when you're working out, you're not satisfied with the workout. You're like, dang, I'm used to like, dang, I'm used to feeling a different level of like pain. Like, but I don't have that in me to push myself to that point. But I'm just so used to seeing myself as like healthy and strong and a different version of myself. How do I balance between the mindset, my mind bully getting to me like, Oh, hell no. Nah. You remember what you used to do, bro? You ain't shit now. You ain't going to be to that level. How do you balance that? I feel like that is another huge issue that a lot of people don't even talk about or think about that athletes or anybody making a transition physically in their body deals with. You go from a time where you were the champion of the world, mountain climber, runner, fitness guru, tough, 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 Greek God. Like I'd say, I'm a Greek God now. I put in the work, but you go from that time to present day to not saying that you're lazy because you're not, but you just have so many other things in your life that you're focused on that doesn't all that automatically cook in a awesome world champion workout. How do you 
stay the same on the fitness level? And when you drop the fitness level, can you give yourself grace and be like, all right, I'm not an athlete anymore. It's so it's a tough mental battle that a lot of us face. I think another another huge transition to me that I honestly don't deal with because I've always had a great um, perspective on this. I honestly will say this, but I know enough. Spit it out. I know a lot of athletes and a lot of people in transition. Or let's say, like I said, the military, the Air Force. I have friends in the military and the Air Force transitioning out. Say you're at this high position. You're on the basketball team. Everybody knows you on campus, that position, or you're in the military, you're in the Air Force. Everybody knows you at this high ranking position. I don't know what they're called, whatever. You're sergeant of the world, whatever. How do you become a quote unquote normal citizen? Like, what's the ego trip for you? Because a lot of athletes and a lot of people in high ranking positions prior in their life, they have this celebrity status. So when they walk in, people know them. People are like, hey, so-and-so from the basketball team. Hey, sergeant of the world. Like they know you as this one person. And then boom, when a transition hits, you walk in them same rooms and you you looking for people to say, hey, but nigga, we don't know your ass. Who are you, my boy? Who are you? Like a lot of athletes in, in general perspective. Per, I was going to say perspective specifically have this issue because they think they're so a huge celebrity on campus, which they probably are. To be honest, they're making the school a lot of money. They're making the team happy. They're making the city happy, whatever. Um, they go from that to kind of a regular person like they are in the first place. It was just their position. But how is the ego trip? Your mind believe was saying, oh, I'm all this, all that. And now you're just like. You think you're all this, all that, but hey, buddy, come, come back to your cubicle. (laughs) You're, you have a call in 10 minutes. Like, how do you go from that to that? That's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. For me, again, I said that I didn't have this issue because I always am a self deprecating kind of guy. I'm a, a down to earth, fun loving. I love to talk to everybody and like, get that connection with everybody from the top coaches, top people at the university to our managers, to the support staff, to Jimbo Fisher, little Jimbo at the gym. Um, I was always a person that really cared about people, talked to them and got to know their stories. I kind of stayed grounded. Again, it's not because of me. I think it's because of my parents and how I grew up. They kind of kept me grounded in even when people would like to say, hey, you're this, you're that. I'm like, bro, you ain't shit. My boy I had this, I guess, mind bully, positive mind bully. <laughs> now in my head telling me like, bro, stay down to earth and talk to people. Because I feel like the real connections and the real equity in life is relationships, like I always say. And building relationships, you never know who can bless you the next day. Here I go preaching. But no, that's how I really would like to say I, I ca- followed up my college career and just my career in life in general. And so I never had that celebrity status in my head. So that transition was an easy thing for me. So when I transitioned to this job and I'm talking to people in the job, I never am kind of speaking down at them. I'm like, hey, I'm just one of the guys, one of the people on the team ready to serve and ready to you know pour in into what we're doing. 
But I know for a lot of people, that's an issue. And it's nothing to say for their character. Eh, maybe a little bit, but I feel like the position you're in, the job that you have, the sport that you're in, that plays a part. Like it's something to be said with that being ripped away. It's hard to dis chain yourself or to, to stay away from that mindset of, Hey, I, I just scored 30. Like I was just killing like two months ago. Now I'm in a cubicle. Like it's hard to change that mental switch. And I feel like for a lot of people making a huge transition in their life, that switch has been tough. And the thing that I would say about that tough switch to those dealing with that is that life is an ongoing, just a humbling experience. It's like, who are you becoming in your next version of life? Like, who are you becoming in this new stage? It's focusing on who you are as a person and where you want to be and kind of knowing that your real you was never attached to that sport that you were in the first place. It's understanding that life is one big humbling ass experience. It's like getting crossed or getting dunked on. Like you're going to keep getting dunked, getting your ass dunked every single day in this life. It's embracing that and dusting yourself off and coming back and getting your ass up and ready for the next defensive possession. That's kind of life. Like it's scary though. It honestly is scary for a lot of us. Making that transition, it's like, okay, great. I'm not Norris the basketball player. What does that not look like? Not look like. What does that look like? Like, okay, what are my hobbies? I know I talked about this on previous episodes, but that is actually why I don't have hobbies. It's like without basketball, something that you've done for a huge part of your life, going everything, throwing your whole self at this one thing, I never had time for anything else. So it's like, if you're making that transition into a new job, into a new field, and you're divorcing who you were before, that is really hard to kind of get a grasp of. Like, what do you actually like to do when it's just you? Like, when you don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. and go grind, like, what do you like to do on the weekends post and it's not just like the oh we want a game to turn up but like what are the small things that you like to do that you can connect with others with I feel like this this is huge for the transition to kind of mentally give yourself some grace and some peace and okay I'm I'm building on me like actually me like, yeah, your sport and your field was great and what you used to do, that structure was great for just building who you are today. But who am I? Who am I when I choose my day to day? Who am I when I'm building my structure? Who am I when I know my next tomorrow? Nobody else knows, but I have a choice to say, I'm going to go to that job or not. Like you didn't really have a choice in college. Who am I? With choices. I'm probably going on another tangent here, but I have this on my heart because a lot of people, we have this one goal. We're going after professional, professional, professional. Luckily, by the grace of God, I'm still blessed to play professionally. But a lot of people aren't have that same luxury. Like, who are you post your sport? 
And it's hard because I, I don't know if this is an NCAA thing, a, a parenting thing, a lifestyle thing, but for a lot of us, after that buzzer sounds, one, half the athletes aren't worried about their grades because they're going after this goal of school, eh, hooping, basketball, grinding, winning. Yes. And you're getting fueled by, oh, you going to the league, your parents or your environment or your friends. You going to the league, bump that school. I was blessed to have Nigerian parents are like, Nigga, boy, you better like it. If you know immigrant Nigerian parents, they ain't playing that, boy. You like, you're going to get great grades. But who are you when you have all this outside pressure, like the league and your, your coach is like, Oh, you want to go to the league? Who's worried about me? Actually, who cares about? Okay. What if something does work? It doesn't work out. I don't know. I just feel like there needs to be a program in place to get players out of the system almost. Like you can't just have a player in your system going after this one goal. Okay, boom, it's over. Now, what are they supposed to go off of? Yeah, you say academics, academics. Let's be honest. Half of these, they y'all not worried about academics. Y'all worried about wins. What about the players that don't make it to that next level? Where are they? And if they come from different backgrounds, where do they land? Like, I know a lot of former athletes are back in these tough neighborhoods trying to make ends meet off of not (laughs) the right practices to make ends meet. Like, they're not in the perfect or best position to be successful. And there's one on the individual. Yeah, you take responsibility, but they're on the system. Honestly, it's, it's so different than being a regular person, (laughs) honestly, because a regular person, they go to school, they have their choices, they make them, they, you know, but an athlete, you're, you're kind of pushed towards one thing. And if your center focus is this one thing, like the apple of your eyes is basketball grinding. You're not worried about anything else because everything in your life and everyone is telling you, don't worry about that. Worry about this. And then when that is over, what now are you guys telling me to worry about this now? Like, It's hard to kind of make that change on your own. Who's there for you? I think it's on the institutions to really actually care about people, actually care about people and their progression in life outside of sports. Yeah, you have your little programs, but them little programs, if they weren't mandatory, people weren't going. We weren't going to that. Why? Because, bro, we just had 6 a.m. workouts. We had 300 club where we had to get 300 shots. We had another workout, our individuals. We had like four classes. We had study hall. We had training table. We, we finally get a little hour to watch Netflix. And you telling us we have this, um, we have this little career uh, specialist that wants to tell you about a life after sports. We're like, bro, we ain't going to that. If it's not mandatory, ew, excuse me. I don't think that's a real actual practice to, to help players. It's like just an added struggle in their day. It's an added chore. Like if we could find a way to get out of the little, unneeded chores we were out of them 
I feel like it needs to be a mandatory kind of cooked in thing in the structure of the athletes day to day to think about after the sport, because even if they're successful and they're grinding and they're going after it and they do make the pros, there's still an after the buzzer sounds for you. There's still after that. And you're probably going to be what, 35 to 40 when that happens. Who are you then? Who are you then divorced from that sport? Who are you then divorced from that field and that position? That's where we need programs in place that really care about athletes. Not athletes, people. That's my point. See, I can't even, even me, I just did it myself. I can't even break the two apart. Who actually cares about the individual? Hey, Genix, you going off?